Good morrow! <laughs> I hate you. Oh my god, I hate you so much. Welcome to... Uh, uh, what are we called again? <laughs> <laughs> this is What Are My Rights Podcast. What, what are, are Your, your rights? rights Podcast. What are, what are Your Rights Podcast. It is What Are Your Rights Podcast What are your today? rights attorneys.com. You're listening to George Derrick and Bob Mortland. That's true. I'm Bob Mortland. Are I'm, you you're George Derrick, I hope? Yeah, I am. One of three alive, actually. Wow, that's weird. There's I don't know if there's other Bob Mortlands. There, there are three George Derricks alive right now. My my real name's actually James Robert Mortland III. So there were three. There were. There's going to be more. Oh, yeah? Yeah, every boy I have is going to be named the 4th, 5th, 6th, all the way You're through. naming him the 4th, 5th, and 6th. Just that. <laughs> Just the 4th. Yeah, yeah. Hello, the 4th. Today we're talking about probate law. Um, this is one of George's expertise areas of law. He's not a certified specialist by the state bar standards, but he is darn good in probate law. If you've got a probate question, a probate issue, a probate anything... Give George Derrick a call. He'll help you out. But tonight, we're here to educate you a little bit about probate. Just a general, a just bit. a general feel, so, you, so you're kind of scared into getting your own estate plan. Probate is great if you're a lawyer that yeah. practices probate. It sucks if you're a beneficiary of an estate that either only has a will or no will. What's a beneficiary? It's someone who's going to possibly inherit uh, either real property or liquid assets or heirlooms. Why don't we step back from that? Well, we have what we have probate. We have you know we have subscriber email. We have Donald from uh, Castro from, Valley. No, is this Castro is Valley? this is San Luis Obispo. No, that's hate mail you're looking at. That's yeah, Don that from is. Castro Valley. No, we, uh, we have Donald from San Luis Obispo that, that says George, you and Bob are awesome. By the way, we've been listening to all your shows. Every single one. Well, they've listened several times, I guess. Over and over again, and it's been downloaded by tens of people. He says, George, I know you practice probate. What is probate? What is so, it? Well, probate, uh, it's when the, the court supervises the process that transfer a legal title of property. Basically, what happens is if you have a family member who, let's say, hypothetically, you have a mother who dies and she owns a house. What kind of house? Any kind, really. She Could just owns a home? Sure. Could <laughs> w- what if it's on the back of a truck? That would be really mobile, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, any type of real property or a bank account that's just only in her name. If she doesn't have a trust, and we're going to talk about trust later on, probably in episode 20. I don't trust you. I don't trust me. It's <laughs> not good advertisement I trust, for yourself. Yeah, I trust my expertise. But today I went to Taco Bell, and I bought like $30 worth of food, and I ate $28 worth of food. And so now I, I really don't trust my judgment when it comes to... I ate two dollars worth. I tried to eat the rest, but it was all hoarded by you. Yeah. No. No. I I bit your hand. Yep. Don't. I'm bleeding now. Well, I mean, it's just a, just a surface wound. I mean, you uh, just get a band aid. But you know what? You know, I should tell you, put some peroxide on that, because I don't know where my mouth's been. So probate, uh, basically, what it is is, if your family member dies, and they don't have a trust their property will be transferred to the beneficiaries if you're in line in, in something called intestate succession, which we'll get to probably later on this podcast. If you're a possible beneficiary, um, you or someone in your family is going to have to petition the court to process that real property and liquid assets. And when I say liquid, I mean like money. Mount, Mountain Dew. 
Yeah, I got I got, I got the extra large. Here. Yeah, I got the extra large from Taco Bell. And you know what's funny? I go to KFC and I say, "Get me the bucket." They're like, "But that's the family size." I say, "Exactly." Get me the bucket. It costs like three bucks. And I carry it around. It looks like a bucket. I'm like, it actually has a handle. I've, I've seen that. I've never ordered a bucket of really? Mountain Dew. Really? Well. Never. Well, you've never lived, have you? But if you had a bucket of Mountain Dew and you passed away, what would happen to that bucket of Mountain Dew? Well, it would probably go to my surviving spouse. Uh, what if she didn't even want it? She could elect not to, but <laughs> <laughs> in, in those situations, I kind of doubt it would survive. But... Basically, what will happen is you would have to um, petition the court, and it's a probate court, to move the assets into your name. But wait, a lot of things have to happen before that happens. What has to happen? Well, one thing they have to do is they have to, well, they got to get a death certificate. They need to file a petition. And please, it, to make things go smoother, please hire an attorney. Probate is a long, arduous process. A lot of people don't have attorneys. But if you have an attorney, it'll go much faster, and you'll have less headaches. How much faster? Um, months and months, as opposed to years. It's like 90 miles an hour as opposed to 25. No, it's more like 98 miles an hour as opposed to like 36. That's your favorite band, 98 what? Degrees? Is that a band? Oh, yeah, now you're pretending you don't know. <laughs> what? Tell me about this 98 Degrees, Bob. I know nothing about them. You're the one who was you rocking just, out to them earlier. You just pulled out... You just pull out their name. It was New Kids on the Block who would eat them for breakfast. So, let's say you have a will. You know, a family member has a will, but they don't have a trust. What happens is you'll have to prove to the court that the will is valid, and uh, there are a lot of ins and outs of why wills could, would be valid. Um, first of all, it has to be in writing. It has to be signed by the person that wrote the will. It's got to be witnessed by at least two people. Um, or what will happen is if there's no will, the court will appoint some type of legal representative like an administrator. Basically, what you'll be doing is you'll be going through all the assets of the deceased. We'll call it the person a decedent. That's the, the dead guy or girl. As administrator... Is that a technical term? Dead guy? Dead girl? Yeah, the check mark on the petition. Okay. Dead guy. It's a dead guy. Check. Yeah. Check. Or girl. It's no, no, I mean, that was like that until like 78... And then what happened was uh, it ended up getting politically correct. Now it says dead person, and now it's decedent. Hmm. Interesting how I just Yeah, we're not too politically correct on this podcast. Uh, please don't take offense to what we're saying. I think we're really politically correct. I, I don't know how to answer that. Wait, question, wait, though. wait. Wait for the awkward silence. Okay. We'll Four, wait for it. Three, two, one. So one question is, is probate necessary? Okay. A lot of times it's not. If an estate, like formal probate, which goes to the court in much longer, if the estate in total is worth less than $100,000 or less, what you could do is file something called a probate by affidavit. Basically, you just fill out a form. And uh, I haven't done one of these in a while. They're on the California Judicial Council website. Uh, you just fill out a form called Small Estates, and you submit that to the probate court. They read through it. And so long as you cross your T's, dot your I's, um, the property will transfer. Um, I don't want to go on the ins and outs of probate, small small estates, or probate by affidavit. It's the same thing. But we're just going to talk in generalities right now about general probate. So, you're an administrator. What if I'm not? 
Well, then you have to abide by whatever the administrator does. There's a bunch of rules about how you need to administrate an estate, and it's... I used to always get in trouble by the administrator. Which one? It, well, in elementary and middle I, I got in trouble one school. time throwing rocks at a fence. Sounds like something you'd do. And I was so ashamed I actually told my mom, and she's just like, eh, whatever. Did you she get in the fence, though? Taught her a lesson, though. I, you know, it's funny. I, I threw rocks at the fence, and now I am defense. I'm trying really hard not <sighs> to laugh. I'm trying. I came really close to laughing. Uh, that's one of those days. It, I, I, don't, I just don't want to laugh at your ridiculous jokes today. Uh, I got three hours sleep, which yeah. is a lot more than, than usual. Yeah. So we also have another question that, that came in. This is from Julie. Does all property go through probate when a person... Dies. No, see, the term probate estate refers to any property subject to the authority of the probate court. Assets distributed outside the probate process are part of a person's non-probate estate. California has something called simplified procedures for transferring property for estates worth under a certain amount, from 20000 to 100000 depending on the circumstances of the kind of property. That it, there's also a, an easy way to transfer property to a surviving spouse, property held in joint tenancy and, and life insurance and retirement benefits. In those situations, if you're a husband and wife and, God forbid, your spouse passes away and you're holding the home in joint tenancy, basically what that means is you submit a death certificate to the I think the county um, records or the, 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 uh, the county recorder. Now, is it called joint tenancy with a right of survivorship or just joint tenancy? You know, no, it's just joint tenancy. You don't need the – the joint tenancy implies right of survivorship. Basically, what Bob is asking is uh, property uh, – joint tenancy means – both of you own 100% of the property. So when one dies, you still own 100% of the property. Right of survivorship How used can to two be... two people own 100%? Oh, it's called joint tenancy. Oh. Yeah. I didn't, love, what, I didn't know what that term was. I'd love to bore you all to death and talk about fee tails and fee simple and life estates. Fee simple estates. Remember those? Oh, yeah. In prop- oh, God, I hated oh, that. Yeah. That was a great class. Fee simple subject to a condition subsequent, things like right. that. Right. Oh, oh yeah. don't tell me. I'm going to hit you with the microphone. So... That's not all probate has to go through. Um, not all property has to go through probate, but if it's over a hundred thousand dollars, the administrator basically has to notify the creditors, uh, I, pay off all the creditors' claims. Um, yeah, but who cares about creditors? Why would why would they get money? Because what happens is, let's say you don't tell the creditors uh, of the decedent that it's going through probate. When probate closes and the probate court allows you to take money out and put it in your name or the house, those creditors, that they find out probate happened and they weren't properly notified, they'll come after you personally. And they'll get, they'll put either a lien on the house or they'll go through collections and it'll really mess you up big time. So, and also it's, you're lying to the court because f- to even have probate close, you need to, under penalty of perjury, tell the court you've given out creditors' claims. Probate will not finish unless creditors... Well, why even go through the court? Why can't you just d- divvy everything up and move on with your life? Well, that's the point of an estate plan. That's what happens. You can't do it without an estate plan. If you're, if you're let's say, your dad passes away and he owned property, there's no way that you could transfer it into your name without going through probate unless it's in a trust. How much does probate cost? Oh, good question. Cost, cost it's it's it's... It's set by state law. Basically, uh, when all the costs are added up, these may include appraisal costs. If you own a home, you have to have a probate referee come out and appraise the house. Executor's fees. 
please tell me they wear the black and white stripes when they come out. A probate referee? Of course they wear the stripes. They better. But you know what they don't do anymore? They, they don't, don't sell shoes. No, they don't carry a whistle. But oh. some of them, they have, they have flags. They still have that yellow flag. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see them with the green cards. Yeah? Oh, wait, where's that That was that not from? an immigration. That was a soccer reference. How is that a soccer reference? There's red and yellow cards. Is there? I never played that soccer. That was such I a racist no comment. <laughs> it does. It, that did sound racist. I yeah, promise I'm not racist. my Mountain Dew. It's good Mountain Dew. So, the when you hire an attorney, the attorney isn't going to get money from you up front. Once probate finishes... You don't pay your attorney? No. Well, I take a, a nominal fee to start probate, and usually in California... To just open up probate, it costs three hundred ninety-five dollars just to start the petition process, and on top of that, on part of probate, you also have to put publications in the newspaper, which costs another like two to four hundred dollars depending on the newspaper. You have to um, well, can't you pay for the probate referee. Nope, no, it's got to be in a certified publication that's specified through each county. So if you go to so not the penny saver, right? Alameda County, I do a lot of probate there. I would just throw it up in the Oakland Tribune or one of the other Bay Area newspapers, San Jose. Actually, no, not San Jose. That's not Alameda County. That is not Alameda County. But, you know, in Santa Clara, Santa Clara, I'd use San Jose. And, you know, it's necessary to do the publication. It's also necessary for you to notify all possible beneficiaries in writing and show proof of that. You also have to pay off all the creditors, which I've explained before, tally up all the assets, and hopefully and there's no debts. And what happens after you do all that, and I'm just really kind of gleaning over most of it because we like to keep these podcasts to a half hour, then what happens is you file a petition, a um, uh, final petition for probate. And basically what that means is you show all the assets, everything you've paid off, you prove that you've done creditor's claims, you've, uh, it's like a 30, for me it's usually 20 to 30 page motion, this is why you want a lawyer. You pretty much prove you've you settled all the debts and you're ready to close probate, pay off all the beneficiaries. The judge will look over it, say, okay, you've done all these things. Uh, you're now... Um, he says that you've done all these things. He literally will say, hey, hey you... You've you, done all these things. No, not like that. He says, you've done all these things. Oh, so the infection all. has the in, to be the in, in, in a different area. It's an all, not you. Okay. So that you you was just kind of you've done all these things. You've done all these things. So now I'm going Still to allow you. The I, I'm it's, blowing it, George. It's at all. You've done I've all. I've got to see more judges in probate court just to hear exactly how they. You want to come? Probate sometime? No. Yeah. So, <laughs> California law specifies probate should last 18 months. I have wait. Case. How long does it take? It says it should last no more than 18 months. It should. I mean, California law says it should, but it, I, the probate lasts a long time. We didn't really ex- – I kind of glanced over the fees. Let me just back up a little bit. Uh, probate fees, anywhere from 4 to 7% of the total estate. The probate code will tell lawyers how much exactly they will get from the particular estate. I, I'm probating one estate. It's like $140,000, and I think I'm going to get like 5800 something from it. And there's a certain – Yeah, but don't you want more? I can't get more. It's illegal. So here's a, just a little advice. If you have a probate attorney and he's charging you a lot of money, uh, you're going to get that money back because I've seen more times than not, a judge will say, why did you charge this? You know, by state probate law, you cannot charge this. You can only charge pursuant to the state probate code. And the lawyer will like hem and haw and then say, the judge will say, well, you need to pay this back. So what kind of hemming and hawing? 
Mm. Uh, you know, I did this or that or mm. outside the bounds. Of my but I don't know. Like that? Was that Italian? I'm not good. Sure. I really don't know what, what that was. That was great. No, I liked it. That's good. We'll keep that in. Uh, we got to edit that out. We're going to edit all this out. Yeah. I'm realizing I hate the sound of my voice. I sound like my I grandpa. You sound like your grandpa? He was a mortician for 50 years. Huh. I don't. I don't know if I want to touch that right now. No, you know it's interesting. We're, we're well, no, about we're talking about probate and, and its decedents. And my grandpa. On a side note, but we don't go on tangents. No, we never go on tangents on this show. Mortician, fifty years. I mean, he taught embalming. He was actually the dean of the Mortuary Sciences College in yes, there is one in San Francisco. So he passes away. He had pancreatic cancer. He's a great guy. I I really liked him. I wish I would have known him better. But he passes away, and he's cremated. It was like the greatest. It, for the longest time, I wanted to be embalmed. No, I'm going to get cremated because my grandpa, who embalmed people for 50 years, he got cremated. That was his wish. That's what he literally said. I want to be cremated. So there's a side note there. Yeah. Get cremated. Get Let's cremated. See. Don't waste your time being. Do we have any more emails? Let's just go. Let me just spin through all like the the steps for probate. And uh, then I'm gonna have a sip of my Mountain Dew. I've been talking like 17 minutes. We've said a lot of stuff about about Mountain Dew tonight. We should uh, probably get a check from them. What are your rights? Is actually brought to you by the law offices of George M. Derrick today. EastBayAttorney.com. You could go to my website, EastBayAttorney.com. Look at my practice areas, probate. I have a probate page that explains all the stuff to you. I'm not reading off of it right now because I'm talking to the phone and drinking my Mountain Dew. That's a microphone. Um, refreshing. So let me just go through these steps. Uh, step one, the person requesting appointment of as a personal representative hires an experienced probate lawyer, me. Do they have to be experienced, though? You want someone experienced dealing with all this property. and. But what if they charge less if they're inexperienced? They can charge less so long as it's, it's less than what the probate code. And that's just the maximum you could charge. So it's just you could charge whatever as long as it doesn't go past the maximum. And there, there are many cases I charge less. Um, again, I, I have one probate case where uh, she decided to let the house go. It was in her husband's name. She couldn't afford the payments. She let it go. And so Where'd I... Where'd it go? Did it fly away? Foreclosed on. Ooh. Yeah. And I said, you know, that, that's fine. I could still get a portion of the whole estate calculating in that house, which is like two to $300,000. So I could get probably... So that's not a mobile home on a truck. No, no, no. This is a real house. So I could get many thousand dollars. I think I counted as like $7,000 just based on that house alone. And I told her, you know, let it go and I won't even put that in my fees. So that's one way. If you have an experienced lawyer, uh, a lot of times they'll do that and the, the probate court appreciates that. You don't want to be kind of, you don't, you don't want to have a bad reputation. Uh, so step one, get a lawyer, file a petition. Step two. Uh, what happens is notice is given to everyone about the possible probate. Step three, hearings usually takes place several weeks after the matter is filed. Why several weeks? Just so everyone gets clearly uh, notified so they could possibly, excuse me, hickory, possibly come in and either object to one person being held administrator or object to the will or anything like that. Almost It almost never happens. What if there are no objections? What happens is if there's no objections, whoever's petitioning to become an administrator, the judge says, okay, you're going to be the administrator. Step four, the administrator, personal representative, 
must take possession of and manage the probate assets until all debts have been paid. Tax returns need to be filed. Uh, this process usually takes about a year, depending on the terms of the will, if there is a will, and on the amount of the decedent's debts, the personal representative may have to sell real estate, securities, or other property. For example, if, if the will makes cash gifts, but the estate consists mostly of valuable artwork, the art may have to be appraised and sold to produce cash. Or if there are unpaid debts, the personal representative may have to sell some estate property to pay them. Step five. Step five. We're getting there. After paying the debts and taxes, the personal representative must file a report to the court. The report accounts. Kind of report. It accounts for all the income and re- received and payments made on behalf of the estate. The judge will then authorize the personal representative or administrator to divide the remaining property among the people or organizations named in the will. And if there's no will, is it like a report card? Something like that. Yeah, it's a pass fail. Oh, okay. Yeah. And step six, property will be transferred to its new owners. Boom, you're done. Probate. Probated. You've been probated today. Here's why I hate probate. Um, just for me. I, I love doing it, but I hate it because it could be avoided. Uh, it's how, how? Why? Where? You're Wow, you're blowing my mind. Probate. You're, you're not really. I just want to segue into whatever it is that you, we want to talk about. The reason I hate probate is because it could be avoided. You could have it. You could put property in a trust, in some type of estate plan. Uh, but it, but it should be a trust if you own. Basically, the general if you own real property it needs to be put in a trust. If you have bank accounts, you need to. Usually, I tell my clients just put someone else's. Like if, if you have children, put your children on the bank account if you trust them. If not, put the bank account in a trust. It's so much easier to transfer title. You don't have to go through probate. What I love about probate is I get a lot of money to do it. So you lose out on a lot of money if you go through probate as a, oh my lord. An heir. Let's say a house is worth, let's say the whole estate is worth four five hundred thousand dollars. No, let's make it a weird number. I want to do some math today. Let's do some math. What number is it? Uh, three hundred forty-seven and seventy-seven cents. Three hundred forty-seven thousand and seventy-seven cents. What that means is I'm probably going to get, <laughs> if I could just guesstimate because I don't have my calculator, I'm going to get. <laughs> I'm going to get at least $8,000 of that estate. At least. Maybe even nine. Well, what would, you, what would you get if the decedent happened to put that in a trust instead? Nothing. Nothing. Because when I write my trust, I always explain to my clients when the time does come and, and the trust needs to be funded when someone dies, it's very simple to do that. And I don't even charge for that because they've already gone through me for an estate plan. What if they didn't go through you for the estate plan, but they come to you later? So what if their attorney passed away, and then they come to you later and say, well, our attorney that wrote the trust passed away. Can you help us uh, transfer everything? Yeah, but it's like it's not even a, even a fraction of like $8,000. It's like maybe one or two hours of my work, and then it's done. That's why estate plans are so important. But aren't estate plans tough to, to do as well? No. I knock them out in about eight hours. You knock them out. I knock them out. They come to my house. I have a ring, and so, and you remember that time you rang that bell? Yeah. And I started punching that paper. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You just knocked it out. Laid it down. I, w- I didn't have any boxing gloves, and I was getting all bloody. Oh, I remember that. Yeah. yeah. That was the, that was a Johnson, estate plan. Is that when you had that cockfighting ring in your backyard? Rooster. Oh yeah 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 yeah, yeah. But that that got shut down. We're not censored this, so it's fine. No. Why why would we Parental censor? Parental advisory is is yeah, yeah. given. Although I'm giving it after the fact now, so it doesn't really apply. I, if you if you're a child under the age of eighteen, you're listening to this podcast. 
Good, why? Good for you. Yeah, why, why would you? Why, why are you learning about estates today? I really don't know. And you're, but you're 12 years old at home, listening to us. You're that excited about being knowledgeable. a lawyer? Hey, your button's unbuttoned. See that? Look at that. That's nice, yeah. No. Oh. It is. Button it's, it up. It's broken. Is it really? Well, this is not my pants button, for the record. No, it's your shirt button. It is. Popping a little shirt out. A little shirt skin. <laughs> oh, gosh. This has been the best podcast. Probate is is fun. It's Lawyers love it. It's tough with probate because... I don't want to offend anybody, and we're notorious for joking around and for having well, a good time. Can you believe and, and all the hate mail we got from our last podcast? And, you know, because of the hate mail, we like to tend to kind of calm it down a little bit, but I don't want to. One of my elementary school teachers sent me hate mail. She said, and I'm not going to say what exactly she said. I sent mail. I sent it back. She used, she used some colorful language. She was upset that I didn't mention that I went to Delray grade school in San Lorenzo. What I mentioned... Grade? Kindergarten through seventh. Oh, I wanted to. We didn't have grade she teaches. We didn't have middle school. Oh no, I'm not going to say that. Okay. Yeah. All right. I wanted you to call her. She'll out. know. She'll know. I mentioned her. Yeah. Did you do her trust? Uh, no, no, no. She doesn't. She doesn't trust you. No, she, she already trust. had one. Oh, okay. She, she had a trust before I got to high school, so, which is good. I love when people have trust, and it's helpful. That that brings up an interesting question. When should somebody? have a trust done when when is a good idea to start looking at your estate and planning out for your future if you don't have let's say if you don't have more than a hundred thousand dollars in your checking account or retirement or whatever you know I, I should take a step back um if you own real property you should need a trust if you own significant amounts of stocks you should get a trust if you're just newly married you're renting an apartment and you have a child on the way, you should get a trust. Uh, you need to have a plan because who knows where we're going to be tomorrow. You need to have a plan to say what you want done with your estate, what you want done with your, your children, who you want to go to your children. If, if you have a special needs child, you need to have a special needs trust. There are a lot of things that you can't even account for later on in life, and you need to be prepared, at least legally, do you think if you're under 18, it's a good idea to, to write a trust? Get sure. your trust on when you're eight? Well, yeah. I see this all the time in, in child actors. They need trust. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times their parents become the, the, the trustees and the, or the settlers as well, and they start mixing money, and then you end up being uh, Haley Joel Osment and having no money. Haley Joel Osment has no money? Yeah. He, like, he got, I think he got bankrupted by he his father. He dead people, huh? Even Bruce Willis. Yeah. That's too, that's too bad. What about the Beeb? Who's that? Justin Bieber. Come on now. Who's Justin Bieber? Uh, only heartthrob pop sensation. Oh yeah, yeah. The, the song "Baby, Baby." He's the guy. The big. He's the, the guy door that, that got busted the other day for driving erratically on in Los Angeles in his Fisker. That's the guy. That's the door hanging poster you have in in your office. I have, have like, I have his picture everywhere. You have eight Gosh, pictures. I hope people don't don't take this seriously. <laughs> They're gonna come to my office and be like, "There's no Justin Bieber. What's why not? I'm not hiring you. I thought you loved Justin." I don't <sighs> think I don't think people talk like that. That like Justin Bieber. Yeah, I think they're not. preteens. Yeah, I don't, that's not my target market. So I don't have Justin but, Bieber but hanging on my wall. Basically, you don't always need a, a trust, but you should have at least a will. Um, Where there's a will, there's a way. What kind of way do you do a will? 
Say that like ten times real fast. I can't. I don't even know what I just said. We can rewind it. Yeah, but then it messes up the the tape yeah. for future. Um, usually we end on a joke. We do usually end a joke. Do it was so cold out the other day that I noticed there was a lawyer with his hands in his own pockets. Oh, ho, ho, I saw what you did there. Yeah, I just made that up on the top of my head too. No, I actually remember that being said a long time ago and stuck with me for some reason. I never reached my hands in a, in a client's pockets. No. You know why? I don't I'm being serious. I'm not sure if I want to know why. You want to know why? Why? Hypodermic needles. What kind of clients are you representing? Um, the kind that Junkies? pay. The kind that pay me. <laughs> they pay you in needles? No, not anymore. Oh, no, no, you stopped doing that, huh? No, no, no. They paid me in clean needles, and what I do is I recycle them. And I donate them to like a diabetes fund. Uh, you're I'm like, full of it. <laughs> yeah, no, I made that part up. You got. You're listening to What Are Your Rights podcast with George Derrick and Bob Mortland. This We're has done. been this has been real. It has been I like real. it. We're it's d- good. It's real it, talk today. It was, you know what? It sounded more like um, fresh air with Terry Gross. We're just. I feel like when people are listening to this, they envision me sipping a mug of hot tea. Instead, it's Mountain Dew. This no, it's Mountain Dew. This is brought to you by Mountain Dew. And EastBayAttorney.com. BobMortland.com. Throwing it in there. BobMortland.com as well. Shamelessly. See you next week. Oh, do I have to say that too? No, you say whatever you want. Oh.